Welcome to the Young, Wild, Financially Free podcast, an audio experience where we don't just talk about it, we live it. Hi, diddly-doo, neighbors. My name is Andrew Roberts. I'm the host. You're listening to the Young, Wild, Financially Free podcast. And today I'm sitting across from my new producer slash podcast director slash film director slash jack of all trades, master of all, Mr. Troy Bragini. Hello, guys. How are we doing today? <laughs> Bergini is an interesting last name. Are you Italian by chance? Yes, I am. I'm oh, really? Third generation born in America. Grandfather, who my middle name is uh, Dominic, came over from Italy. Cool. His son served in the Navy during World War II. Mm-hmm. And then there's my father, and then there's me. Got it. Very cool. Very cool. So, guys, uh, Matt is on vacation with his lovely wife, Lexi, who is the lead property manager for our company, Tree Homes. So, since they're on vacation, I have Troy here to step in and fill in to help me with the intro. I'm kind of the silent voice of the podcast nowadays. I think that's the producer. So, nice nice opportunity for me to fill in and provide you with some different uh, tones, voice tones to hear from. Yeah, exactly. Um, And Troy's been helping me out a lot on a lot of stuff, which is uh, really cool and really helpful and really appreciate him. Yesterday, we went around to a couple of our properties to do some videos to show you guys some listings, which are going to be on our Facebook. If you guys haven't checked out our Facebook, please do so. Um, And we went by Round Rock Donuts, and Troy, he indulged himself. He went in and got a tasty Round Rock Donut. How was it? You you can't ever go wrong with Round Rock Donuts. It wasn't, so it wasn't my first time having them, but it was my first time having them from the store. I've always had them like at parties or someone brings them in or something like that. So it was fun, you know, actually seeing the location and stuff. Yeah. uh, yeah, I mean, you just you can't go wrong. With it's it. different to have them fresh when they're hot, and they literally melt in your mouth. Like it's not just a, an expression. Yeah, they're so good. They they really are, and it, it's you know especially with donuts, it's it's rare to find a place that does them fresh. Mm-hmm. Like you know you can find you know Krispy Kreme has you know the big sign you know of fresh sure, by the now and stuff sure. like that, but. You know, at any time of day. I mean, this was this wasn't even in the morning. This was you know three o'clock in the afternoon, and I walked in and fresh. That's awesome. So it, that's, it was good. That's cool. And as you know, Matt and I grew up in Round Rock. We grew up on Round Rock Donuts. That's why when I was ten years old, I was a little chubster because <laughs> I was just putting them down. But today's episode, I want to kind of dive into what we're doing. We interviewed a. Austin radio legend. Mm-hmm. His name is Sandy McIlroy. What a character. Oh my God, he's the best. And he actually gave me a good piece of advice, which I'm going against in this intro. He said, don't beat around the bush. Don't small talk. Get right into your episode. And I'm totally disobeying him with this one. But I felt like I had to introduce you and I wanted to chat with you. But Sandy is a great guy. He was so gracious. I first met him at a podcast class that he put on because he's got a successful podcast and like I said he's a radio legend he was on the radio on 94.7 here in Austin for 30 years it was the his show was 18 years but he's been in radio for 30 years total dude is just the nicest guy he's actually from Omaha which a lot of people that's relevant because right now the college world series is going on in Omaha and you guys recently did a trip in Omaha we did that video is also on our Facebook and YouTube so listeners if you guys want to check that out please do it's awesome 
Troy edited that. But yeah, Sandy's from Omaha. He played linebacker in college for the football team. I played linebacker growing up in high school, so we were a little rail on that. But he let us use the studio, basically just send us the audio, which is really cool, and he's got some awesome equipment. And he's just like a hard-working dude. Like, get down to it. He is talented, but all in all, like, he just works harder than most people, a lot of people that I know. And so it was cool to sit down with him and basically just discuss how he's become so successful in his career and really learn about his journey and his story. And I can't remember if it was in the podcast or if it was off the air, but he also has a loving family with him right now that he attributes, you know, a lot of success and like stress relief, you know, uh, loving daughter and wife. And, you know, it's, it's amazing to see, I feel like when we get to a certain level of success, people start having a hard, sometimes have a hard time balancing out family and success. Sure. But super successful man, but still very focused on, you know, his wife and his uh, kid. And, yeah. And, you know, absolutely loves them. Definitely, yeah. Definitely a balanced guy. And so it was an honor for me and Matt to sit down with him. And um, we really hope to, you know, keep that relationship going in the future. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was really good, really inspirational. Um, and for any Austinite, I mean, you're just going to love hearing good old Sandy, not to be confused with one of my favorite SpongeBob characters, Sandy Cheeks. So without further ado, here is Sandy. So Sandy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We met a few weeks ago. You put on a little podcast class, which was awesome. I really enjoyed it and got some good information out of it. And a lot of the other people in the class were in the real estate industry yeah. here in Austin. And I know that, you know, podcast and, you know, voice in general is kind of huge in, you know, business uh, in today's culture. And so putting on that podcast, that was really informational for everybody. But I enjoyed um, you more than anything. <laughs> I, I saw, I mean, I saw you and your personality and kind of saw you for who you were. And so that's why I want to get you on the podcast, just because I thought you were such a good guy. And on this podcast, what we do is, you know, we dive into people's stories, Mm -hmm. um, you know, entrepreneurs, real estate professionals, uh, things like that. Um, And so what we wanted to do is kind of just learn more about you, get our listeners to learn more about you. So I know that you played football in college. Yeah, I did. In Omaha. Yeah. Are you from Nebraska? I am. Well, I'm kind of, I'm a military kid, but um, I'm a very fortunate military kid that I didn't have to move around as much as a lot of kids did, but... Uh, yeah, I went. I moved to Nebraska when I was ten, and left when I was twenty-five. Got so it. I went to high school and college. Okay. Uh, in Nebraska, was it? And did you go to high school there in Omaha? Yeah, I did. Cool. Uh, are you from Omaha? So or, we, this is just this a, is good. This nobody is nobody just... asks this question <laughs> unless they're from Omaha or somewhere around Omaha. We just right? went. We, yeah, we went on a trip and we loved it. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, we took a little business trip up there to meet with another property management company. Right. That is just absolutely crushing it. And we learned from them, and so we like got to explore the city, and yeah. just, uh, we that, fell in love with Omaha. That city has changed a lot for uh-huh. the better. When I was there, there wasn't anything to do. I mean, yeah. there was. I'm not. I'm, you know, the the zoo is fantastic sure. in Omaha. I don't know if you had time to make it to the we, zoo. We didn't. Look, I don't go around recommending zoos, mm-hmm. yeah. but that's a kick-ass zoo. Cool. It really is. Uh, Warren Buffett put a ton of money into that. Right. And the zoo is fantastic. Omaha is a great city. It's a great medium-sized city. A great place to grow up. It's not without its problems. The gang problems have been an issue uh, in Omaha for 30 years, okay. and they're not going anywhere. Sure. But um, it was a great place to grow up, uh, but it was time for me to cruise. I gotcha. mean, I was 
my parents still live there. Okay. Uh, my sister still lives there. In fact, she owns four properties. You sure. might want to get to know her. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I visit quite a bit. In fact, I might be going back uh, as of this recording. I don't know when you guys are going to run this, but it's June the 5th. The College World Series is in Omaha. Right. Yeah. And That's... so I may be going to visit my family and, and hang out. So cool. You guys were in my hometown. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. loved it. That was a blast. Um, so... Did you play any other sports besides football? I did. Uh, I played football. I wrestled. Uh, I played a little bit of baseball and ran track. And then after college until I was about, I guess, 40, 41, I played rugby. Okay, cool. And uh, then my body my body just <laughs> gave up. Gave up on you? And it was so like, you're done. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. But I played for the Austin Huns, okay. which is a great organization. That's awesome. Great team. Yeah. What, uh, what position did you play in football? Uh, I played well. I played both ways, uh, but I played fullback in college. Okay, and I was a linebacker. I was a much better actually linebacker than I was a um, a fullback. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Andrew yeah. played linebacker in high school. Oh, yeah, you did? yeah. Right on. When I was on JV, I played both ways. I played fullback too. Yeah. But they put me. I was the smaller of the two fullbacks, so they put me in when we ran little. Uh, out routes and I would catch the ball for oh, it. Yeah. a two-point conversion. <laughs> anyways, yeah, football was awesome. Glory days, guys. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to exactly. go down memory road here. <laughs> um, so did you, what did you major in when you were in college? Um, you know, I got a journalism degree. Okay. Um, and it was one of those things that, man, and I feel for kids in college that don't know what the hell they're going to do. Yeah. And I had no idea what I was going to do. And finally, I got a job in radio. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a funny story. I was dating this girl and um, she was a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. And so we got done with a, a class, and she was going to the radio station because one of the DJs there was having their headshots done. So she was going to do her makeup. And I said, well, I've always wanted to see the inside of a radio station. So I went, and I went with her, and she introduced me to the woman. Her name was Colleen Lynch was the, the DJ's name. Well, Colleen's dad owned the radio station, and she introduced me to another guy, and I asked him for a job. And he said, do you think you can be on the radio? And I was like, yeah, it looks pretty easy to me. Nice. Just sit in an air-conditioned room. And back then, <laughs> they smoked in studios, though, right. which was – just think about that. You were in a small room, and they, used to, they smelled like cigarettes. And right. But a quick story is with that is that the guy said, all right, well, I'm, I'll be on the air at 3 o'clock. It was kind of the switch over from the midday show over to the – to the afternoon drive show. Mm-hmm. He said, come back in here about 5 after 3, and we'll visit. And I said, okay. And he takes a um, – a piece of paper, copy in the business that we call it, he hands it to me, and I'll never forget it. It was from Money Magazine. I don't even know if Money Magazine is still around. And he goes, take a look at that. When I point at you, start reading. And I was like, all right, I guess this is an audition. All right. <laughs> all right. And, and so you know, a few minutes rolls by, and he's doing his thing, and he points at me, and I start reading this copy for Money Magazine. Mm-hmm. And I get about three lines into it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is boring as can be. So I just start making stuff up. And, <laughs> and I was getting the important stuff in, you know, why you should subscribe to Money Magazine, what the free gift was, what the phone number was to call, all that stuff. And then I looked at him and I shrugged my shoulders and he goes, you're hired. Oh, wow. And that was it. That was it. Anyway, so to answer your degree, yeah, I got, I answer your question about degree. I had a degree in journalism uh, with a minor in speech. Okay. Yeah. Got it. By so- the skin of my teeth. Yeah, yeah. Were you kind of thinking about doing stuff like you're doing now based on, you know, getting those two degrees? Like, that seems like... Yeah, I mean, once I got into radio, I was like, this is it. Right. You remember I was saying I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. And so I was like, once I got into radio, I go, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I chased it. 
And I was lucky because I had success pretty quick. Okay. A lot of people toil around and it's truly just good fortune. I'm not saying that's all talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was hard work right. um, and being willing to move, mm-hmm. which, you know, you've got to be willing to do in this business. And so I had success pretty quick. So it made it easy to stay with it. A lot of people struggle and struggle and then they just say, screw it. You know, and they move on to real estate. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, for sure. But I uh, I was fortunate, and I've been doing it now for over 30 years. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. So was the was the move to Austin straight from Omaha? No, no. I moved from Omaha to another beautiful place, Syracuse, New York. Okay. Uh, I got my first job doing mornings, doing a, which is where you want to be in radio. Uh-huh. You want to be on the morning show. Um, unless, you know, you're okay with making not much money and, you know, sleeping in and working four hours a day, but, uh, I wanted to make some money. Sure. And so I got an opportunity to do a morning show in Syracuse, New York. It was W H E N. It was a country station and I had a great time. I just had a blast, uh, at that, at that station. Unfortunately, I saw the writing on the wall that the station was going to be sold. And, uh, I knew that if they sold it to that company, that they were going to change the format. And my white ass didn't work on that format. So (laughs) I got lucky in October of 95, I got a phone call asking if I would be interested in coming to Austin. So here I am sitting in Syracuse, New York, mid-October, and it's snowing like crazy. Back then, I opened up the USA Today newspaper, and I see it's mid-October, it's sunny, it's 75 in Austin, Texas. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm interested. So next thing I know... um, Right at the beginning of the year, 96, I was moving to Austin. Cool. What What do you think it was? How, how did that call come through? Was it someone that heard you? Yeah, it was a thing where – it was two things, actually. They were looking for somebody here, and they had called somebody else, my old partner, JB. And JB and I had been talking about doing a show together. Uh-huh. And he said um, – well, JB told him, he's like, man, I, I can't do this by myself. I definitely need a partner to work with. And um, I've got somebody in mind, and he told him it was me. And the program director, his name was Dusty. Dusty said, you're not going to believe this, but he was my next phone call. Oh, wow. And he said, well, so then Dusty called me, and uh, the rest is kind of history. Right. Yeah. So you met, you met JB while you were, you knew him before I, you moved to Austin. Yes. Cool. Yeah. We had met, <laughs> we joked for years that we dated online. <laughs> um, we, JB and I met through a this is pre-internet okay okay, on a bulletin board system with morning radio guys that were sharing ideas wow and this is back dial up 14 four baud modems that took forever to download a a simple you know mike a doc a document Mm -hmm. it took forever but he liked what i was doing he was working on a big show with kid craddock in dallas and he was ready to go out on his own, and I was ready to get out of Syracuse, and it just kind of worked out. Sure. Yeah. And so um, for the listeners, I probably should have said this at the beginning, but just to catch them up. So you were on a very successful radio show in the morning here mm-hmm. in Austin. Yeah. For how many years was it? Wow, that's a gross. Uh, I think it was 18, okay. 19 years. So I can't remember. It gets kind of fuzzy at the end. Sure, yeah. And it was you and JB. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on 94.7, right? Yep. Which yep. was on one of my presets yeah. in my car. Um, so that's just to catch the listeners up. And that was basically from the time you moved to Austin for the next 18 years? Yeah, we had a brief gap in there where we went to Dallas. And okay. the show was on in Dallas and in Austin at the same time. 
Um, and so it didn't kind of, it was weird. The economy was getting bad. It was September 11th mm-hmm. happened. Everybody panicked. And the uh, our parent corporation at the time decided, you know, we need to just get those guys back in Austin. Mm-hmm. And so we came back to Austin. I mean, that's not a tough decision to make. Yeah, sure. you know, Dallas is great. I like Dallas. Yeah. I really do. I think Dallas is a cool city, and I think it gets a, a bad rap. But I like Dallas. Um, but, man, this is home. Sure. You know, this is home. Yeah. Um, and I know earlier you mentioned that, like, you you had success kind of from the beginning. Um, and I am, you know, I really enjoy your voice. It's a good, you know, radio voice, uh-huh. right? Or else you wouldn't be on the radio. <laughs> well, uh, not necessarily, <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> um, so is this like a, a craft that you constantly had to work on and fine tune? Um, or did you just sound this great from day one? Uh, I would like to say day one, but it's not. That's not true. Okay. Um, this that here's one of the things, and I'll I, I'll get on my soapbox a little bit. Go here, for it. Is that people think that because you can talk, you can be on the radio, mm-hmm. and people think that you can because you can talk, you can have a podcast. Right. That's not true. Yeah. A lot of podcasts suck mm-hmm. because people don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They have no idea what they're doing, mm-hmm. and which I'm not I'm not bagging on them for doing it, mm-hmm. but it's it's a, it's an issue, and I appreciate you saying and asking that question. Because people don't see the work that goes into this yeah. and the work that goes into preparing a radio show mm-hmm. every single day and the, the work that goes into dragging your ass out of bed when you don't want to and going in, going to work and doing a show because the listener doesn't care mm-hmm. if you're having a crappy day. They don't care. And nor do they on your podcast. Right. They don't care. Yeah. Um, but it takes work. And, and I'm still, I've been doing this 30 years and I'm still I'm going through a reinvention mm-hmm. is what I'm doing, doing things differently. The world has changed on how people consume audio, mm-hmm. um, and you've got to find a balance. So, so it takes time. Um, you know, If you've ever heard people attempt to read out loud, most people suck at it. Mm-hmm. They really do. Yeah. And to be able – we don't, I don't read much of anything, but to be able to communicate and get your point across and do it in a – in a natural sounding, comfortable way, mm-hmm. it takes practice. It's yeah. just like anything else. Sure. It's just like anything else. The more you guys practice at this podcast, the better you'll get. Right. The more you're honest with yourself and listen to your podcast yeah. and critique your podcast and then have someone else do it. I can't believe not one person in that class that I gave. Yeah. And I offered, send me your podcast and I'll give you a critique. Not one person has taken me up on it. Oh, wow. Not one. I was surprised. Including us. <laughs> I knew Ooh, I was like... going to see you guys. <laughs> I knew I was yeah, going to no, see this, you. Yeah, this is great, and it's exciting for us. You know, we grew up here and w- heard you on the radio, uh-huh. so I appreciate that advice, and, and we're trying to get better as well, so uh, we'll just have to, have to take you up on that. Mm-hmm. I'm kind. I'm really curious. I was going to ask you about the technology change and how the mm-hmm. world's changed. With you kind of being entrenched in the business, um, would you say that you were quick to change with that? Did you, did you see, like, hey, this is where it's going right away, or... Is that something that you had to catch up on? Man, I'll be I'll be honest with you. Um, I was slow to change, and it cost me because my ego got in the way. Okay. Mm. I mean, what, what do you mean by I'm that? I'm meaning that you know I thought that I could just keep doing it the way I've always done it. Got sure. It. And you had people success. are still. I had success. I've always done it this way, and people are going to listen regardless of how I do it. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong, mm-hmm. and uh, and it cost me. So it's a like I said, it's a reinvention of of the show, mm-hmm. of what I'm doing. It's uh, more concise. It gets to the point more. 
Um, it's not long. It's not a talk show anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's a show, but it's not you know all talk mm-hmm. like it used to be. Would For you sure. say with that change, it's something that you enjoy more now? It's is it completely different? Uh, it used to be. I would say I enjoy the challenge of it. Okay. It's not easy. Um, finding a new way of doing things is is always hard. People don't like change. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, but I embrace it. I embrace the challenge. I mean, it used to be pretty easy. You got up and you did the show and you were yourself and you made a few jokes and you hung out with your buddies on the air and then you went home. Right. Um, it's just changed a lot. Right. It's, it really has. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a good, I don't know if it's, it may have changed. You know, I'm talking about radio. Right. Um, it may have changed. It may have gone too far mm-hmm. with, with how much it's changed. I think a correction uh, is coming in the talent world and how you listen to radio okay um and the the stuff that's being put out on the radio i think i think there's a correction coming where you're going to hear more genuine real people yeah and not uh how do i say not something that you can hear in every city in america sure where everyone's doing the exact, exact same, same thing. thing yeah whether it's a fake phone call you know yeah. what I mean? Yes. Or I, can't, I should say a, a, a phone scam right. type of thing. I just think there's a, a I think it's going to correct back to a little bit more of a human thing. It's funny because I just read an article, and you guys may have seen this. Spotify mm-hmm. is now trying to sound like radio. Mm-hmm. Radio has been trying forever to sound like Spotify. Yeah. So, guys... Figure it out. Right. <laughs> you know? It's weird. It's it's above my pay grade mm-hmm. with those decisions. I can just put out the best material that I can every day. Sure. Yeah. Um, so a lot of, I mean, basically, you know, the theme of our podcast is, you know, the name is Young Wild Financially Free. And so mm-hmm. we talk about financial freedom a lot. And then, um, you know, Matt and I have chosen to invest in real estate. Um, a lot of people are entrepreneurs on this podcast. And so throughout your career, you know, I, I know that you have been – kind of the it factor without you there's no you know there's no sandy show right mm-hmm. there's no sandy and so you that requires your time um, right. but freedom is different for everybody right um so some people freedom is sitting on the beach doing nothing some people freedom is working every single day and i know that matt and i you know with our business you know tree homes like we really do enjoy the process and i was wondering if that was the case for you like over the years did you ever get burnt out on for lack of a better term, you know, trading time for dollars, or did you just really, you know, enjoy the process? Um, no, first part of your question, yeah, I did get burned out. Okay. I did. I got really burned out. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I had a lot of other stuff going on in my personal life as well that was just, that was tough. Mm-hmm. But I mean, not as tough as many people have it. But yeah, I did get burned out. And you kind of, um, you just have to keep going forward. But I took a break. Okay. You know, took some time off. Yeah. And it was good for me to figure it out and realize that this is what I really love to do. Yeah. Um, I do. I love doing it. And I, sometimes I feel like the more that I, when I'm doing it, I put in 10, 12, 13 hour days. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this a job or a hobby? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's fun. Sure. I loved, I'm one of those weird people that likes doing this type of thing. Yeah. I do. Did that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, freedom. Um, don't be mistaken, and you guys probably know this well as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. Do not think as because you're an entrepreneur or a business owner 
that you get automatically get freedom. Oh yeah. You're gonna work more. Oh uh, yeah. I was about to say you have the opposite effect, really. Right. You are. You're. You're maybe. You know. Maybe be, go go on vacation um, once you're successful and not have to have someone sign off paperwork right. if that's what you want to call freedom. But uh, what I have found in this in the you know almost a year of this being out on my own. I do have a partner that syndicates the show. Okay. It's United Stations Radio Network. They're in New York. They have offices in Chicago and Dallas, and but it's a Dick Clark company. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've found is that, and I've heard it said before, is there are no days off. Mm-hmm. None. Zero. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you get into a business and start a business and you're taking days off in your first year, right? I don't know how you're doing that. Sure. I really... I, you're not serious. To me, you're not serious about right. it. Right. You're, you're like just doing it. Yeah. You know, it's you're full, not. It's a full commitment. Right. To be on top of it. It is. And sure. it's stressful as hell. Right. It's, it's scary. A great point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it's, a great point. There, there are no days off. Yeah. In your, I would say at least in your first year, probably in your first two years. Mm-hmm. There are no vacations. Yeah. There are no days off. Seven days a week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, well, that kind of uh, piques my interest in. So I, I it seems like. I can tell definitely that you work really hard. Obviously, you had to to get to where you are today, mm-hmm. and um, that's you know something that you attribute to your success. And so, where do you think that hard work came from? Did it, I know that for me, we talked about football at the beginning of the podcast, and mm-hmm. I know that uh, playing for my coaches and for my teammates that really taught me the meaning of hard work mm-hmm. and not giving up. Was that similar for you, or did it come from family earlier in your life? Um, I think honestly, to tell you the truth, I think that. The hard work mentality, the tenacity, mm-hmm. is relatively new. Oh wow! Um, it took some failure to. I mean, honestly, I mean, we had such great success on Mix ninety four point seven that it was effortless. Okay, it really was that. That and you attribute that to a lot of other things: chemistry, yeah, great management, mm-hmm. freedom, patience understanding mm-hmm. and just overall smarts. Mm-hmm. They trusted me mm-hmm. to that I knew what I was doing. And yeah. therefore they were given great time. They were given great product because they trusted me. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than having a over you can't get over bad bosses. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I don't care how hard you work, you can't get over a bad boss. Yeah. It's impossible. Right. But if you have good bosses like I've had where they let you do your thing it's pretty effortless. The hard work now for me is that I don't have all the things that the staff at a radio station provides you. Yeah. You guys know what it's like when you go out on your own. Right down to, you know, copy machine. You yeah. know what I mean? If that goes down, I got to get it fixed. Right. Yeah. But I don't have a producer. Um, I don't have a promotions person. These are all things that radio stations have. Right. I don't have a marketing person. I do not have a sales person. I don't have a uh, program director for guidance. Mm. Uh, we did hire a consultant mm-hmm. slash coach, if you will. Um, but yeah, I mean, all those things that you take for granted when you go to work every day, when you're first starting out, you don't have them. Right. So you got to do, how do you make up for it? Mm-hmm. Time. Yeah. Hours. Right. Lots of hours. Yeah. It's all right. The hustle, man. Yeah. Hey, got- so I'm curious, at this point of your career, you, you've had a very successful career as far as radio goes. Mm-hmm. Um what about what you're doing right now gets you excited? Like, you know, is there is there anything particular that you're like striving towards? Like, I want to get to this level or do this. Yeah, um, I do. I right now it's all about adding affiliates. 
um, to the show. You know, mm-hmm. we've got we've got three affiliates right now, um, and it's just all about timing and affiliates and just success. I mean, how do I measure success? Right now, it's going to be in multiples of affiliates. Mm-hmm. Um, I can also measure success in knowing that I'm doing this my way. Yeah. For the first, not for the first time, but I am doing this show the way that I think good radio should be done. Sure. And not how uh, someone is telling me good radio should be done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's, it's, if I fail, I can honestly say, I gave this everything I had. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing worse than if something fails and when you get real with yourself and you're like, I didn't really try that hard. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you expect? Right. It, it makes me think about something back to the entrepreneur idea. It's mm-hmm. like, I agree with you. We've thought about that as like, you know, there, there's a, a freedom to nine to five and you get off, you don't think about anything that you don't have as right. an entrepreneur. Right. Um, but to me, you know, as I think through this, it's like being an entrepreneur gives yourself a sense of control. You have control over your destiny, yeah. over your failures, yeah. where you might not have that if you're working somewhere else. Absolutely. I mean, if you want a job that you don't think about when you get done with work, go be a mailman. Right. Mm-hmm. And there ain't nothing wrong with being a mailman. Right. There's many days sitting in here that I've been sitting in the studio, and it's like 10th hour I've been in here. I said, man, I wish I was a mailman, because a mailman shows up. He gets his box or bag or her box or bag full of letters, mm-hmm. goes out, and when the box or bag is empty... They're done. Done. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's awesome. Maybe their stress is a dog, yeah. you know, that may bark at them on their route. But if that's what you want to do, I, I got no problem with that. But right now, that isn't me. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just right. not. Sure. Um, what about um, the radio? You know, it, you getting into this and wanting to to speak and and have a voice is is there something that is the passion to it? As far as you want to have a platform because you got something specific to say. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I have no message. Okay. Um, I really don't. I got into this and fell in love with radio because in le- when you start doing it for a little while, it's really intimate. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking. We could have a million people listening to the show, but you're talking to them one at a time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, it's people, when they engage with someone on the radio and they like somebody on the radio... They get in, you get in their head, mm-hmm. and they're picturing what you're saying, or you're making them laugh, yeah. or you're making them cry, or you're you're drawing out, or you're making them mad. I was real good at that for a while, but to your point, I no, I I don't use this platform to push an agenda, mm-hmm. or, or politics, or mm-hmm. social change, or nothing like that. There's plenty of people doing that. I just want to give you a laugh, maybe right. make you think uh-huh. a little bit, sure. just have some fun. There's plenty of that other stuff. You don't need me. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, we'll wrap it up here. So for the listeners, yeah, um, you have a podcast. I do. You can uh, find it. Uh, just search The Sandy Show okay. wherever you get your podcast. The Sandy Show podcast, and you can listen to us that way. We do it. This is not a once a week podcast. Basically, what we're doing is repurposing the morning show, the radio show. Right. We're taking the content from the radio show and repurposing it into two 15 to 20 minute podcast every day. Okay. So you get, you know, there's what, that's 10 podcasts a week. Yeah. Um, that are about 15 to 20 minutes long. And oh. it's just all the content from the show into the podcast. Got it. Cool. And uh, you're on social media as well? Yeah. You can find us, uh, find me, Instagram at the Sandy Show Official and Facebook, uh, the Sandy Show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. 
Well, Sandy, thank you so much. Nothing for... else. That's it. <laughs> well, we. I mean, I got one more thing. Yeah, one more uh, thing. I think this is what I'm thinking of. Go ahead. Maybe not, but you know, you've been doing this for a long time. We're just getting started. Mm-hmm. Uh, would love, you know, we can go offline more. But if you could just get back on that soapbox and, and give us some tips, guidance, advice. I mean, we. Okay. You know, I know what you're saying. Um, and I've actually, I've recently been. I'm going to be speaking to a group of people about this couple of things about podcast if you're going to do it you're way ahead of the curve in your business because you can reach a lot more people mm-hmm. even if you reach 100 people a week those are 100 people that you didn't meet with face to face does that make sense yeah okay consistent mm-hmm. consistency you got to be consistent if you're just going to do this every once in a while don't bother doing it if consistent is once a month then release an episode once a month if it's once a week do it once a week but do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Stop worrying about doing, changing the, doing, changing the world with your, with your content, and just do some content. Yeah. Um, just do something. So be consistent. Also, and I'm talking to you. <laughs> you guys, um, buy a decent microphone. Yeah. All right. I mean, there's a lot of ways to do podcasts. Yeah. A lot. But buy yourself a decent microphone and get decent sound because if your podcast doesn't sound good, mm-hmm. the listener thinks you're not good. Right. Your yeah. business is not good. If that's all the effort they're going to put into their podcast, yeah. then what are they going to do for me if I'm going to do business with them? Sure. Yeah. And the, the I guess the, there's a whole list of things. But another thing is start your podcast. When you start your podcast, start your podcast. I am so tired of, I turn on a podcast and it's, it's laughing and clowning around and I can't, I'm so nervous and blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Get to it. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. Get after it. I love it. I mean, jump right in. Okay. Today we're going to talk about this, 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 and this. Not any, Hey, how are you today? What are you up to? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm late. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, don't waste my time. Sure. If someone is going to give you their time. To listen to your podcast or your radio show, you owe it to them to respect their time. Yeah, for sure. And give them what they came to you for. Right. It's incredibly annoying when you listen to podcasts and that's what people do. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's, and I get, look, <laughs> I get that a lot of the podcast world is we don't want to sound like radio. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know, we want to sound like we're stoned in our garage. <laughs> and I get it. Yeah. I Trust me, I, I get that. But there's a certain amount that you can take from the people that are on the radio and apply it to your podcast. Absolutely. And one of them is, is make it sound good. Mm-hmm. Put some effort into it. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. So does that answer your question? 100%, yeah. But keep grinding, guys. I think yeah. I think you guys are on to something and with what you're doing. And um, just keep, keep grinding away. Well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of that advice is you know you said in the class that i attended are you planning on doing that class again for for more people yeah so- we are i'm actually in the process right now of and you have to check back with me on my podcast for a date where i am creating a full-blown online interactive class oh wow for the world yeah <laughs> and so i'm in the process of of creating that and this is a pod, how to do a podcast, I mean, A to Z. Yeah. And it's much more detailed than what we got into cool. the class that you attended. 
and we're working on that right now. And I think that I think if the schedule holds right, it is going to go on sale for pre-sale the first of July. Ooh, it's coming up. Right. So you can pre-sale and buy it early, and, and it, it's less money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, after that, the price will go up, and we're going to continue to sell it. It's going to be eight classes. Cool. They're an hour each. First, like Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesday instructional. Thursday Q and A. And then the next week, Tuesday, same thing. Nice. For for four weeks. Cool. So working on that. Well, Sorry. email me that link, and I'll include it in our show notes. Yeah, please for do. The listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Sandy, thank you so much for. Come on our podcast. You've been an absolute delight. And, yeah. I mean, we'd love to have you over for dinner sometime. Yeah. Really spend yeah. some time with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who's the cook? Uh, right here. Are yeah. you? Yeah. He's a, he's a killer cook when it comes to wings. Really? Yeah. Wings steak. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. yeah. I'll be there. Cool. <laughs> right. I'll be there. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll see you next week.